episode 114. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. It turned fall to winter very quickly. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's a, I don't know. I like fall. I like it. Oh, we're like going to get fall next week. This is the fake winter. We've oh, already dude. had fake fall. Had fake fall. Second summer. Se- second summer. Fake winter. This is back fake to winter. Fall. We're going to be back to fall. I think it's like 75 next week. But this morning, y'all, we broke records at like 30 degrees. Yeah. Super cold. Out there delivering wood. It was, you were. It was I saw, crisp. I saw, I saw you at the local Piggly Wiggly. Yes. Yeah. The pigs are going to go through some wood. That's good. Yeah. Sell it. Sell it. Yeah. Y'all have enough. Yeah. We're ready. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got a ton. Um, it's cold. Yes. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. And then we found out in our meeting that uh, one of our, the heater, the heating unit mm-hmm. on your side of the offices is broken. Yes. So you might have a cold office. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's regulation stuff. So basically it has a heat exchange and if it gets a hole in it, it'll push carbon dioxide back down into the building. So when we notice that, we have to turn the gas off. Uh, that makes sense. So we don't want to poison ourselves. No, I, I'm down with that, bro. So, but my door shut. I don't want to get any of that bad gas. Admin team's meeting tonight, apparently. So hopefully <laughs> we'll be able to get moving on that tomorrow. The admin team is meeting tonight. Are they really? Yeah, I think so. Wednesday night. We'll admin Do they? Team. Yeah. Like like once a month or something? I have no idea, man. I'm not on it. Me either. So I have no idea. You can just go ahead and count me out of that. Yeah. Well, uh hope that you guys are doing great, wonderful. Hey, we do this at the end of the show. Let's do it at the let's do it at the tops. Like, Boom. review, Boom. subscribe, Boom. share it. Hopefully you guys uh, uh um number wise, this week wasn't the best. <laughs> Last week was really good. And our month has been really good. There you go. But you guys don't like your identity, so I don't, I don't know what to do about that. People struggle. People struggle with that. Maybe they're not ready to confront it. They don't want to know that they're the beloved. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, well, guys, we got four more of these <laughs> <laughs> identities to go on. Uh, yeah, rolling in. Um, uh, uh, we'll state the obvious, talk about the elephant in the room. Tennessee beat Alabama. Indeed. It was a glorious Saturday. Uh, for was, me here, was being not great. here for 10 years, uh, which I knew this was going to happen. I didn't know we were going to win. No. I, down to the last second, I was like, we're going to still lose by 30. Like, I still thought somehow Alabama would score three touchdowns. Mm. Uh, it would have been great. No. <laughs> but I knew this. Right when it happened, I said, eh, the number one comment I'm going to get from people is going to be, uh, well, one out of fifteen ain't bad, or one out of sixteen ain't bad. Did you get some of those? I got. That's all I get, yeah. which is true. Like, I knew that was coming because that's the low hanging fruit. Is you guys win one out of sixteen years? Cool beans. Uh, I disagree. Which it's just <laughs> like, hey, you won one out of sixteen, and you're like, yeah, you guys have way more to talk about. Yeah, but still no fun. Though. But this year we did win. <laughs> yes, indeed. And this year we tore the goalpost down. We I was had so much to do with it. We as in Tennessee, they could feel your energy and your uh, spirit. Yeah, 
And then Sunday morning, if you guys don't go to our church here, uh, maybe we'll post a pic- picture. I, I uh, Monday morning, I bought a bright orange suit off of Amazon. It is not Tennessee orange. I, I don't know what that is. Patone. That is Pantone one fifty one C one fifty one day glow orange this safety is orange safety orange this is traffic cone I'm going uh, hunting hunting orange yeah well but for twenty five dollars off Amazon I ordered it Monday and the number one comment I got on Sunday was hey we're just alike I got things in my closet and I haven't worn in fifteen years either I was like I bought this Monday knowing we'd win that's better than the other one. That's yeah. a, that's a little more clever than the other one. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, I didn't open it up. I didn't try it on until Saturday night after the game. I was like, okay, let's see if this even fits. And I wore a bright orange suit and tie. He did on Sunday morning up on stage. But I had so many. I had more people take pictures of me. Alabama fans. You know, Miss Bernie's like, oh, I love it. Good game. <laughs> uh, J- Jack, though, when I was leaving the house that morning, he goes. You're wearing that? I said, yes, buddy. I kind of have to. He goes, people are going to laugh at you. I said, that's the point, buddy. I know. <laughs> like, I I want people to laugh at me. It's okay. It's all good. He's just trying to look out for you. He was. <laughs> he was. Um. Yeah. Got all of our three kids flu shots yesterday, last night. We went. It's fun. You know, but it happens. Ours get them at school, so we don't have to. Yeah, we might do that with Jack next year. Yeah. Uh, but since we were having to take the twins, we're like, we'll just take them with us. Um, so, you know, we might do that soon. But w- Jack went first, a little bit teared up. Yeah. He didn't want to pull his pants down. Uh, yeah. He's well. like, oh, we're like, you know, we were at the doctor's office. The only <laughs> places you're allowed to do that is like your room or here Yeah. or the bathroom. But he was kind of crying. But then when he gave the shot, he was like, oh. Like, see, buddy, you're fine. He's he's worked himself up to be nervous. Yeah. Greer, on the other hand, three of us to hold him down. Oh dear, screaming bloody murder and got in fine. Wilson hopped up there by himself, laid down, pulled his pants down. Was like, come on, give me a shot. <laughs> didn't cry one bit. Didn't make a face. Was like, come on, y'all, what's the deal? <laughs> like Wilson was a champ. You just never know. No, we had no clue. You just never know what they're gonna do. Um, but they did it. They are they are flu shot up. They're vaccinated. Now we have to go get ours. I got mine a couple weeks ago. You did already? Yeah. Where at? Doctor. So I had just like an annual normal checkup deal. And they were oh, like, nice. do you want your flu shot? And I was like, let's do it. I know. Let's go for it. I should have seen if they would give me one. You go to Publix. Did you get Publi- some money? Publi- no, they didn't give me no money at UAB. <laughs> no, they'll get no money at UAB. Yeah. Publix sometimes will give you like a $10 I think Target card Target does that too. You get shots at Target? Yeah. They got, they got a little pharmacy up in Target. The oh. Super Target. Up there in Hoover? Yeah. I don't know if I want to go to Target again. It seems like a weird place to get a place. Yeah, shot. I don't know. Well, I got my old Well, I mean, Publix is kind of weird, too. That's true. Get some, but they have a pharmacy, though. Get a brie wheel and a flu <laughs> shot. Hey, go get them baby backs, and I'm going to go over here and get a shot real fast. Brie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a pub sub. Uh, yeah, now that, now I can get that. If they were like free pub subs, if you get a flu shot. Absolutely. Like, can whole, I get two? The whole family. Yeah, the whole family is going. We're getting lots of pub subs. Uh, well, yeah, we need to go get that soon. Get that flu shot. I'm 50-50 if I get them or not. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm I, not like anti. I'm not whatever. It's just like by the time I think about it, I'm like, oh, it's already out. Like, I don't need to get any more. That, it, that's 
how it happens with me. It's like I was at the doctor and they're like, hey, you want to get it? I was like, sure. But if I had not gone to the doctor, I probably would have not thought about it. Yeah. Company I used to work for used to do them at the office. Like you could just go downstairs and get a flu shot. They used to do that here, or they might still do it for the teachers at the day school. Yeah. They'll bring somebody in. So I went one day. As so I went down there, I was like, great, I'll do it. Blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, we don't take your insurance. So like I was out like thirty dollars. I had to pay him thirty dollars for a shot. Okay. And Mary Beth goes, "Why did you do that? <laughs> Why didn't you check?" I was like, "I assumed that Blue Cross everybody was fine." So I just paid twenty five dollars for me not to leave my house to go do it. It was a convenience fee for me. Okay. She didn't. She didn't like. She that. didn't care for that. No, she's like, uh, "It's free, or you can go somewhere and they will pay you to do it. <laughs> you can get like a ten dollar thing to Publix or Winn Dixie or whatever it is. Go the other direction. I wish the Piggly Wiggly had it. I'm there every day. Yeah. Does Mills do it? I believe so. All right. Well, and definitely that right CVS right there. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. We just got fl- fl- um, 2022 flu talk. Yikes. Flu chat over <laughs> here in Birmingham. There you go. Um, all right. Well, let's jump into it. Let's jump into uh, back to our topic of identity. So last week, um, you know, we kind of threw out there what is some. Uh, 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 genre or whatnot that you used to wear or be or dress or try to figure out who you are when you're in middle school and high school, that is a time to figure out who you are. Yeah. You're trying to, you're asking those questions. Who am I? Where do I belong? Where do I fit in? Who's my clique or group or tribe that I, you know, am associated with. Uh, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. When you look back and you're like, man, I was everywhere. I was, I was to the lowered S 10 truck to, cowboy hats and i was like it's all over the place <laughs> you're like okay cool it's a testing ground it's a yes a testing ground for that um and so we said it's very important that you uh was that aw tozer quote was i don't have it with uh, me. what you th- what you think about when you think of god is the most important thing about you yes that's a close paraphrase and i think it's very close <laughs> okay. yeah good job but there's one that we added on to it and saying how you think about or what you think when God thinks about you is also important. Right. So yeah. not just how you think about God, but you need to know what he sees in you yeah. and, and what he uh, um, says about when he thinks about you. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important for us to learn about. That's, that's our true identity. Right. Um, in that. So we talked about uh, week one, if you want to listen to it last week of this little series identity, it was on uh, the beloved, um, beloved, beloved, where that was a, Cheesy, mushy, um, rom-com word. What uh, agapetos? Uh, agape, yes, yeah. agapetos, yes. Yeah. Uh, and for some guys, that's hard. Yeah, for sure. Especially going to some churches, and it's almost like it's like love songs you're singing, and it's like there's a big, I don't say balance, and that may be a whole other topic we can go on one day of just like men at church, and I think we probably have done that years ago, but. Um, for some guys, that's hard to have that feeling towards somebody else or that, or even think that they're even looked at that way. Right. But it's true. Yeah. And I think it's very important to know of the love of God that he has for you. Mm-hmm. So the second one, um, we're going to talk about uh, the title I want of this thing. is called Jesus is my homeboy. Okay. But I think it goes back also, God is my homeboy. Uh-huh. God is my friend. Yes. Um, and so looking at it to know that Jesus and God also look at you as a friend. Mm. Um, and how does that play into how we see that? Um, 
Do you remember? I'm sure you do, and, and I hope you do. Uh, one of your best friends growing up. Mm-hmm. Do you remember kind of the first time that you're like, no, like we're we're gonna be best friends. Like yes. this weekend, this trip, this joke, this whatever. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, Pat. Pat Underwood. Get it, Pat. Uh, probably my my best buddy growing up. Yeah. Um, did not know each other at all going into middle school. We went to, we went to different elementary schools. So sixth grade, first week of school, you know, we're like, we're talking about, you're trying to figure out who you are, crazy time in life, uh, and sit down at lunch next to this guy. He's got long hair. (laughs) Um, and he starts talking about karate and he was like major into it. And I was just like fascinated. I didn't know anything about karate other no. than like Karate Kid or whatever I had seen on TV. Which is dope. Um, and I remember just sitting there for the 30, 40 minute lunch or whatever. I don't know how long lunch was in middle school. <laughs> um, and just asking him questions. And I was like, I wanna, I wanna, hang, I wanna hang out with you. Um, and we started hanging out and Beca- yeah. He became, you know, my best friend, you know, yeah. throughout middle school, high school. We still keep in touch. Good Sweet. buddy. So, Pat Underwood. Pat Underwood. Awesome. Herb. Herbert Patton Underwood the third. Jeez. That gets even better. <laughs> I like it. Herbie. Herbie. Herbie H- the third. We, we call him HP3. <laughs> I love it. It's very close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Um, but I can still remember, like I can still like visualize at it. the lunchroom. Yeah, I remember area. what he looked like. I yeah. mean, he's bald now, but he had he had <laughs> long so, hair. It's okay, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so my best friend growing up, still my best friend today, a guy named Joel Smith, and Joel and I, we got older. We finally we kind of went back and traced and talked to our parents. That I think we went to the same preschool at Green Hills Baptist Church together. Didn't know each other. Yeah, but we were there at the same time. Yeah. Um, so we said that we've been friends since then. We haven't. Yeah. We knew each other. You existed in the same space since the <laughs> same elementary school. Yeah. Growing up, uh, and then sixth grade, I went to a private school. He came in seventh grade to the same private school. Then we went through middle school, high school together at that same school. Then we were roommates at Western Kentucky together. Then we moved to MTSU together. Finished out our years there. Um, and then we lived pretty close to each other for a long time, but. He has a bunch of older brothers, like 10 years older. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and so he was kind of an only child. So when he's kind of growing up, he was the only one living at the house. Yeah. I'm an only child. So we kind of became good friends. And I remember just just being at school and we gravitated towards drawing, towards art, and Star Wars. Huh. So if you saw any of our notebooks, it was just drawing Star Wars characters nonstop. Nice. Um, and, then, and then we get invited over to his house and over to my house and we just became good friends. But... There's just something, and I think you're like this too. I like a good friendship. Mm-hmm. Like I like, hey, that's my buddy, that's my friend, and whether it's like a really close friend or even just kind of, hey, you know, we just know each other. But I like to see you when we're out at the wiffle ball field or at the piddly wiggly or whatever. It's like, hey, we are buddies, yeah, and we're friends. Um, God created that. Mm-hmm. Like, how cool is that? That God knew that friendship was very important to us humans. Yeah, right. Uh, friendship and relationship and ultimately love are central to God's identity. Yeah. Right. So we're talking about identity. If we want to talk about the heart of God, the identity of God, 
um, you know, community is at the center of that, you know, since, you know, our minds can't even get around (laughs) it, but like since before there was time, God existed in Father, Son, and Spirit in this perfect loving relationship. And so like if I was going to create a people, a creation, it's going to reflect my character and my identity. We were created out of that loving community. And so it's central to who we are too. Yeah. Which is awesome. And and you could view community, I think, in a few different ways. We can say, well, you don't have to be friends in a community. Like I'm not friends with everybody that I'm around a community with. But the people I spend the most time with. Yeah. And I think it's different for us just because uh you know, like our cities aren't the same as it was back then. Our yeah. way of life isn't the same as it was back then. Um, I think maybe now it might mean even more to have these friendships, right? Because yeah. you know, back then you relied on each other. You were there. You were a smaller community. Now we're so big, so big. We're so, um, or like cities are too big and our areas are too big that it's easy not to have that. Yeah. So that's why I think it may be even more important now to can maybe have good friends in that. Yeah, your community used to be this like interwoven web of people and skill sets and resources to like make everything work. They needed you and you needed them. Yeah. It was, it was a symbiotic relationship. (laughs) Um, that's not the case. Now we all kind of live these more segmented lives. We have Amazon. We have Amazon. We can kind of provide for our basic needs for the most part, you know, everybody's different. Um, but the emotional and spiritual needs for community, I would agree with you are probably even more important now uh-huh. because the the pull to isolation is so strong because yeah. I don't actually, you know, like if we were farmers and we shared shared a fence row, you know, yeah. like we would share resources. We would yeah. talk to each other. We would help one another if yeah. we needed it. But like now I can get my groceries delivered. I can get, you know, I can do everything without leaving my house essentially. Yeah. So. Well, but you have to call me and get the leaf blower. That's we right. Do share we do leaf. share a leaf blower. Yes. <laughs> We do share a leaf it was a blower. great investment. So we do have to text each other. Hey, can I get the leaf blower today? Yeah. All right. But yeah, right? Like You don't have to do that. So I think it's very important uh, to just see that God created that and created those friendships. Um, and and I think very fondly when I think about my friends growing up. Even, even the other day, um, I went, I guess two weeks ago, I went down to LSU for that football game for the Tennessee LSU. A buddy that I haven't seen, which we've – figured out i think 2017 at the army navy game <laughs> in philadelphia um, it's strictly a football friend you only <laughs> see him at football we games. played football together we grew up middle school high school together yeah. i mean we're friends yeah. he actually took me to my very first ever tennessee game um a long time ago but i knew he was going to be there so we were texting each other and then we saw each other and hugged and it was like it was like man adam i get to see you like yeah. how cool is that like i like to see friends i like to be around that and God sees that in you too. Mm. He likes for you to be with him. He likes you to try to seek after him as well because he is seeking after you. He mm. wants to have that, you know, that, you know, hang and just wants to be with you. Yeah. Uh, um, and I think Jesus says the same exact thing. So John 15, one of our favorite. Oh, yeah. Well, we we can't go a month without talking about John 15. That's a good thing. <laughs> right? We talk about it all the time. Uh, 15, 9. So Jesus washing his disciples' feet in 13, comforts his disciples, promises the Holy Spirit in 14. You get to 15, I am the vine, the branches. That's what we all love. Um, But here we go. 
15, starting at verse 9. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father. I have made known to you. You do not choose me, but I have chosen you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the father would give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Love each other. He says, look, you're my buddy. You are my friend. Um, and that had to have been bonkers for those disciples to hear that, right? Because there is a rabbi discipleship relationship between them and Jesus, mm-hmm. um, and in the Jewish culture, right? There is that rabbi disciple relationship. Basically, um, if you were a rabbi, you would have these disciples, you'd have these kids, people, young adults that would go through school. It's about four grades. It's about four grades. And at any point, you can get kicked out. And the <laughs> grades are about three to four years each. So it's yeah. not just like grade one, two, three. You're not seven and you're done. Yeah. Right? Uh, but at any point, you can get kicked out. Um, or at any point. After each grade, they're like, you you know good. Yeah. Go be a tent maker. Go be a fisherman. So you would learn like um, the first five books of the Bible. And you would learn more. And you would learn more. Like memorize them and all this stuff. Yeah. And if you pass one, then you go to the next class. You pass the next class and you go to the next. You get to the end and they're like, you are really good at this. You are going to be a disciple of this rabbi. Mm-hmm. He's going to be your rabbi. You're going to follow them. I'm doing a little bit of research. That's We don't really learn about you know rabbis and stuff like that. But they would walk where they would walk. They would eat what they would eat. They would pray what they would pray. They would read what they would read. And basically it was you follow this person to the T mm-hmm. to know what it means to be a rabbi. Right. So when Jesus, and they call him rabbi, they kind of have this discipleship rabbi relationship, not exactly, you know, like that, Yeah. but pretty close though. Yeah. Interesting too, that like all these guys had flunked out of rabbi school so already. Every kid, yes. Yeah. Every one of the disciples would have gone to that school and they were like, eh, get yeah, out of here. Yeah. Man. Go fish. Right. None <laughs> of them made it to the final round. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now they've, now they've found themselves entered into this new relationship yes. with a completely different kind of of rabbi and so like a different point in john you know they he says you call me teacher and lord and that's right that's what i am but now he extends it and he and he's including them in this relationship this friendship which is very countercultural. rabbis and their disciples they weren't friends they weren't friends that was not I, i i would say for sure that's not the expectation but it's also like probably unheard of in 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 this time yeah Yeah. it was not it um i wonder though like if this was another, you know, like Jesus did all kinds of crazy stuff that rabbis weren't supposed to do. Oh, right. you know, yeah, so like he he's creating this new, this new way, this new way of understanding who God is. is. Uh, yeah. See, that's what Jesus always did. Right. Like create this new way. Yeah. But it's interesting that, you know, a servant, which would really be kind of more traditional with how the disciple would be viewed in light of the rabbi, a servant is a a great tool 
a resource, but it's not, it's not a partner. And so what Jesus is inviting them here is into a partnership relationship. He's saying, you know, a servant doesn't know what the master's doing. You guys are my friends because I've, I've opened your eyes to what I'm actually doing here. And that's a different kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. And so, all right. So, so here's a question. Do you think the rabbis had friends? Uh, maybe other rabbis, right? So I, I don't, this isn't, that, Hey, this is, this I, isn't in my notes. That's just me going off the cuff. I don't know. Right? You know? And this yeah. is a, yeah, I did not think about this question until right now. Yeah. If they did, mm-hmm. I bet it would be other rabbis. Why? Uh, cause they're on the same level. Maybe they, yes, yeah. that's exactly what I would yeah. think. Like they're the only ones that can meet the standard yeah. that they meet where it's like, I can't be friends with, you know, someone who's not up to the rabbi standard. Right. Um, but Jesus again, doesn't do that. Right. Right. He turns everything upside down. I was like, ah, oh, you're my friend. Um, not only am I going to handpick you guys who are unqualified, unfit for this type of work, but I'm going to go beyond the normal rabbi disciple relationship and invite you into friendship and partnership with I'm gonna me. I'm going to wash your feet. I'm going to wash you. I'm going to serve you. you. Just, yes. Yeah. And that was totally countercultural for the rabbis to do. Um, and thank God that he did. Right. right. And it well, and shows, that's a model for us, right? Right. It kind of opens up. So let's go to uh, Luke seven again. So we're going to go back a little bit to Luke seven, still Jesus hanging out, doing his Jesus things. Uh, uh, let's go to 33. We're, we'll, we'll go to 733. Um, Jesus around, but it says, For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine. Uh, and, and you say, He is a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking. And you say, Here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. And it's like, okay, so they're calling him that. They're like, that was an insult, yeah. right? So back then it was like, You're a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yeah, that's... that's that's a burn. That's why I think the rabbis wouldn't do it. They right. would only have the rabbi friends because it was like we can't associate and be friends with them. Uh, yeah. We can we can preach to them, we can try to save them and heal them, but we're not gonna buddy buddy up to them. Don't want to sully their name by right. association with you know people lower than them. And this whole idea of upper and lower. I, I, and again, I am not a. Uh, um, student of other religions. I probably should be. I'll probably get in that at some point, like just learning more mm-hmm. about it. But from what I gather and almost every other religion is you have to work your tail off, give your tail off, serve your tail off, do whatever to work your way up to get to the God. Mm-hmm. Like how I, all the things I do to get to him. And what's crazy is that Jesus and God was like, uh, I'm going to send him to you to be your friend, mm. to walk with you, to to serve you, to do all these things. And it's just very, very countercultural from what even the old Jewish life was and there's even other religions that God is like, I want to be friends with tax collectors and sinners. Yeah. Because that's who we are. Yeah. Everybody sinners. And so basically Jesus is saying, I want to be friends with everybody. And tax collectors and, and sinners is kind of a... Uh, a nice broad category of just the worst people. You know, it's like if you just wanted to try to like, 
I don't know. I don't. Dude, I don't know yes. what that would be today for yeah. us. But it's like we hear yeah. tax collector and we think like the IRS or something. But like these are these are really the most hated people in this society. This would, it'd almost be like mafia type, where it's like, hey, they're, yeah, we're they're extortionists. Yes, they're they and traitors. They are they are yeah. aligning themselves with the Roman government. Yeah. And what Jesus has done here is he takes an insult, a nickname <laughs> that other people yeah. have placed on him, and he owns it. He yeah. embraces it, and he's like, "You don't understand what I'm doing." Of course, I'm I'm drawn to the tax collector and the sinner. My yeah. heart is uh, oriented towards those people who are suffering, who are in pain, who are misunderstood, who are outcasts. He's like, "You guys have gotten this wrong. You've set up this whole religious hierarchy where you won't even yeah. be friends with <laughs> the people who are following you and trying to follow you." And I'm saying, my my heart and my arms are open to the ones that you won't even consider a part of your society, right? Yeah. And that's a model for us. Absolutely. I, what he said to the Pharisees before is like, you know, the, you know, the sick needs doctors. Mm -hmm. The sick needs the hospital. Like, this is who everyone needs this. But you don't think you're sick. Right. Right. You think that you're better. You think you're this. You're a whitewashed tomb. Yeah, your outward expressions of faith. Yes. You think you're good. Yeah, but it's like, no, we are this. And, and so... So just a few things here as we kind of wrap up here as friends. Uh, when we think about your identity, one, Jesus uh, has made me his friend. Mm -hmm. Like he has gone out of his way to say, I am here for you. Yeah. Uh, um, with, you, you know, with the gifts of the Holy Spirit and us having this, it's like it is up to you to decide if you want to be their friend or not. Yeah. The invitation's on the table. Um, and just how cool. Like he you know, doesn't say, do this, fix this, be this, give this, and then I'll be your friend. He goes, at your lowest, hmm. I'm here for you. Right. Uh, which is what a good friendship is, right? I mean, I'm sure there are time and time again in your life where you've been at your lowest and your friends have been there. Yeah. And that's where he's like, That's hey, when you need a friend. Yes. Yeah. It, Jesus is like, that's me. Yeah. I'm always there. He And he's like excited to be there. Oh, <laughs> it's not like, man, you got to move. All right, I got to help my buddy move. This is going to stink. He's yeah. like, no, you need me. I'm glad you need me. Yeah. Uh, um, in our weakness, we, we see Christ's strength on display. Not that he is glad, and I'm, this is just me from my own brain. Not that he is glad that you're going through that, but glad that you're acknowledging that you need him. Because he's like, yeah, you always need me. And I'm glad that you're seeing that. So let's continue that in the good times and the bad times and the easy times, the hard times. You always need him. Christ understands the full experience of humanity. He was fully human. He, we went he, he went through suffering beyond what we could imagine and experienced joys and life and love and all those things like we do. So like he's not away from us. He's near. He knows what we're going through. No matter what it is we're going through, he knows and he's been through it and he went through it perfectly. Yeah. And so he's near. He's close. That that's a friend. That's like a that's more of a friend than we can imagine. We don't know what that friendship looks like. <laughs> no. Yeah, absolutely. You know, political season, not my favorite season. But you Is know, it ever not political season? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Right. <laughs> true. True, right? Uh but you know, I think about that with that, you know, just what you said of you have these politicians in Washington or for bigger for like the presidency and they'll go to these mom and pop shops and they'll roll their sleeves up yeah. and they're like, Hey, I'm just a good old boy too. And it's like, I no, like, a, I like a burger. Uh, yeah. It's like, no, you ain't Yeah, like you ain't never 
yeah. walked in this area, right? And that's a deal, you know, with like a local politician is like, look, I live down the street from you. Yeah. You know, if there's something going on, it affects you and me and I'm here with it. Right. But if you have some politicians that or whatever, it's like, well, gas prices are up. Who cares? It's like, yeah, because you don't drive, bro. Like, you don't know what it's like to live yeah. here and drive here and do this. Yeah. And to have somebody locally um, and a friend. And so to, this wasn't a political rant, but saying, like, it's not this far off somebody that goes, oh, I know what it means to be your friend. Yeah. I'm here for you. It's somebody that is literally on your street saying, no, I know what it's like. Yeah. I am I am here for you. Yeah. Um, and that's great. Uh, two, um, I think I talked about this last week, but Jesus doesn't just tolerate me. He enjoys me. Mm-hmm. So this is very particular about a very minute deal about there are things that my friends do that probably there are things. Well, let's say this back. There are lots of things that I do that might annoy a lot of people, but not my friends as much. Mm. Right. Because they're my friends and they know me and they enjoy it. And it's like, Oh no, that's just who you are. I love that. God doesn't just tolerate you and is like shaking his head and rubbing his eyes at you. Like, what are you doing? He, he enjoys you. Mm. Um, that doesn't mean he enjoys your sin and he doesn't enjoy when you make those choices, but he likes you. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, it's a buddy. He likes being around you. I think, I think that there are a lot of people that really need to ponder that. Me, me yeah. included. Yeah. You know, that's not the image of, of God and Jesus that I grew up with. Well, and that was that was going to be one of my end points, which I sh- was going to make my first point is this one is really hard for people to get their minds around because it is not what they grew up hearing. And it's unbelievable, but it's true. Right. <laughs> it it to think that God knows all the good things about me and all the bad things about me and is like excited to be in relationship with me. Yeah. That is foundational that (laughs) because you didn't grow up with God saying you're the beloved and I love you. You didn't grow up with him saying, Hey, I'm your homeboy. I'm your friend. I'm your savior. I am here. Let's hang out. Right. What you got was this sheriff. Don't step out of line or I'm going to get you. Right. Right. Lightning bolt going to come down. Don't you sin? Don't you lie? Don't you do this? And it's like, Hey, we have this negative God's writing our name. Constant score sheet. Yes, right? Check yeah. mark. Oh, he did it again. Good it side, again. bad side. Oh, there we go. There's another one. I almost have like this like Santa Claus view yeah. of it where, well, he's watching me do. He's, are you on the naughty list or good list? Yep. And God's like, yeah, you're all a naughty list. You guys all stink, but I still love you. Like you are still mine, <laughs> right? Yeah. I can tolerate you because you are mine. Right. There are some kids, you know, that you're around and you're like, I can't, t- this kid is, a, hey, this kid's a turd. Get this kid out of here. But when it's my kid, I'm like, but it's my kid. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> That's what God thinks about you. Yeah. You are, one we'll get next week, you are his child. Yes. Uh, but you're his friend. Yes. Um, so God tolerates you. Um, and three, final one as we kind of close out. Unless you have seven more points you can go oh. over. Uh, we can have an open we'll see to what we can come up want. with. Uh, another aspect about a friend is is that they're there for each other and they help each other out, mm-hmm. right? So not just, hey, I'm here to help you move or what this, but um, there's been times in my life where me and my friends, if we started making wrong decisions or going on the wrong path, we could check each other. Right. Say, hey, man, what are you doing, buddy? Mm-hmm. That's not you. That's not who you're called to do. That's not what's supposed to be. And we've helped like check each other in that. Yeah. 
That's what a good relationship is. Mm -hmm. A bad, bad relationship is you do you. And it doesn't matter about the consequences. You keep on, I'm going to keep on. And then we're just going to stay friends. It's like, no, no, I have your best interest in mind too. Like, yeah. I want you to be the best that you can be. So how can I help that? Right. And that's what Jesus wants to do for us. Yeah. He wants to help us. Um, and so are you allowing your friend, your friend in God and in Jesus to say, Hey, let me help you. Yeah. Go down the path that you're supposed to go down. Yeah. Holy spirit. Greatest gift, right? Yeah. That's uh, that Advocate, is counselor, help the, the yeah. ever present presence of Christ inside mm -hmm. you, helping you make decisions, giving you power to do things that you couldn't do on your own. Yeah. Like that's the, and, and it's, and it's like you said, real friendship is not, Oh, let's so and so. Uh, yeah. It's like yeah. day in, day out life, relationship, love, caring for one another, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so hopefully do some more research again. Don't let uh, um, me and Chris be the only people to tell you about Jesus and God being your friend. Do some more research on yeah. this, but there might be some of you that are like, yeah, that's a hard one to take in because mm. I've never felt that or I've never thought about that. Um, well, and if you, if you hear that and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. And that's really easy for you to get. Remember the, the, the most uh, shocking thing about this to me is that you are a friend of God but only because of what Christ did. Scripture talks so much about oh. us being enemies of God. Yeah. When when he sent Christ to redeem and to draw us into relationship with him. Romans talks about we have peace with God now. That means at some point there was, there was war with there God. Was no peace, yeah. Right? Um, and it's not because of what we done, but what we done, what we've done, <laughs> but because yeah. of what Christ has done. That's so like value your friendship with God because it was bought at a high price and you used to be on the other side. Yeah. If there's a battle yeah. going on, you were on the you were on the losing team, but because of God's love for you through Christ, you're a friend, you're on his side and thank God for that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good way to end it. Good job there. Uh, uh, one more thing to end it. Think about how you treat your friends. Mm. Think about who are the friends that you were hanging out with. Um Christ didn't hang out with people that other people thought should have been in the inner circle. Tax collector, sinners. He's like, Zacchaeus, I'm going to your house tonight, dog. Yeah. Let's party there. And everyone's like, what? He's <laughs> like, what? He needs a friend too. Yeah. Uh, right? And so Jesus is like, hey, you need a friend? I'm a friend. So is there people in your life that are like, hey, they need a friend. And they may be different than you. They may look different, talk different, act different, different hobbies, go to church, don't go to church, work differently. Maybe this is a good way for you to be like, hey, let's start a friendship. And then, hey, can I tell you about my friend? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Right? Like, but it may be a way just to kind of enter to enter into that talk. Make a friend, be a friend, bring your friend to Christ. I love it. It's a bumper sticker. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, we love you guys. Glad that you uh listen. Share it with a friend. Uh, and we will catch y'all next week with uh being a child of God. Bye y'all. See ya.